0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to be with you today. So we talk about the Word of God and allow it to form our lives because, remember, faith in God, faith in His Word, obedience to His Word is what makes a person a winner in life and a winner in eternity. And that's what we want to be. I want to uh, refer to something a few weeks ago I taught a series about the real reasons people leave the faith. And there was one point that I didn't address that I'd really like to get into this morning, and that is, and 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 why do young people leave the faith? What reasons do they give? Now, remember, I taught this series, and if you want to find it, you can uh, go back on my page, Tom the Preacher, on YouTube, and go back about four weeks, you'll find it. But I taught, and there's only two reasons a person leaves the faith. One— is the reason that sounds good, and the other is the real reason. And I tried to identify what are real reasons. Reasons that sound good are things like, "Oh, I believe in science; I don't believe in God," or "The Bible's filled with contradictions." Or what about other religions? They're, you know, are we saying they're all wrong? And we we give these reasons. And today, a big big thing is that the church is oppressive, or people have hurt me, and uh, and we. We give these excuses for why we don't believe in God, we stop going to church, and we're basically off doing our own thing or adopting a different belief system. But I tried to talk about real reasons. We addressed many of them a few weeks ago, but one that I'd like to address today is I often hear people saying when they've left the faith, and I often ask them, as you know, I speak on college campuses, and I've probably asked maybe hundreds of people, why they, what happened? How did they stop believing in God? We're talking about people raised in a Christian home. Many of them went to a Christian school or were homeschooled, and I, and I asked them this question, do you ever believe in God? And they said, well, I thought I did, or maybe I did. And then I said, well, what happened? How did you stop believing? And almost always the answer is the same. Almost always. It's amazing to me. It's like that's their talking point, it's like they've been schooled. This is how you answer. But they. I, but I don't think it's that. I think it's what they really believe, and they will say this. They stopped. question, when did you stop believing God? Answer, when I learned to think for myself. Almost every time, that's what they'll answer, when I learned to think for myself. Now, I've, I, th- this is a troubling thing to me because it's a good thing to think for yourself, we want to train people to think for themselves. We want to train people to. You've got to learn to think for yourself. That's part of growing up. It's part of learning how to become an adult. Is to learn how can I make wise decisions. How can I, how can I go the right way. How can I uh, make the most of my life. And we don't want some twenty year old, thirty year old, forty year old person that can't make their own decisions, can't think for themselves, always got to go back to mom or dad and. And and be constantly asking, well, what, what should I do here? That's not a mature person. We want them to grow up and think for themselves. We want them to think well. But the more I've thought about this, there is a there, there's there's a problem with this. This idea of thinking for yourself can be pride. It can be, uh, instead of learning to be mature and wise and humble with your thinking, it can be a matter of thinking, I'm better than others, I'm smarter than others, I've learned, I reject what I've learned from others because I'm smarter. Now again, this is part of the American dream, is it not? We want our children, I want my children to be smarter than me, I want my children to be more godly than me. I want my children to uh, be—I want them to beat me in every way. I want them to have a better life than me. I want them to uh, be happier than me. I want them to have a nicer family than I've had. It's part of the American dream, I'd say, is we all want our children to excel beyond us. I would say in our churches and every pastor I know, they want the next generation of Christian leaders to excel beyond them to be better leaders than they are, to be more godly people. This is uh, part of what every truly good, godly leader, parent, pastor, anyone should want is that those coming after them would excel them. But this idea of w- the way it often comes across is it comes across as pride, pride, and if you're the one who says, I've learned to think for myself, be careful that your boasting is not pride, but rather there's another quality which I'll share here in a minute. But let's look at pride for a moment. First Peter 5.5 5 warns us, you younger men, likewise, be subject to your elders, and all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, for God is opposed to the proud but gives grace to the humble. I don't know about you, but I want my life to to have the grace of God upon it. This is another word here is the favor of God. I want the favor of God to rest upon me, the blessing of God to rest upon me. That doesn't mean I'm foolish. It doesn't mean I'm naive. It doesn't mean I'm not smart or I'm not trying to learn how to think with maturity and, and great wisdom. It means that I have humility, humility. And so this is the point I think I want to bring out here in, is those people who argue, I, I'm, I no longer believe in God because now I've learned to think for myself. What quality, when we say we want to think for ourselves, be careful it does not become pride and be careful that in that thinking for yourself, there is humility, You see, whenever we think for ourselves, really what we're doing is we're evaluating all the different information we've received. You might have received that information, obviously, you received quite a bit from your parents, but you may have received it in school. You may have received additional information from your teachers, and additional information you received from uh, the, the, the music you listen to, the movies you watch, the books you read. Yes, all of these things, our entertainment affects the way we think and the values we have the faith we hold. You may probably, the big factor today about how people are learning to think for themselves are the posts they read on social media, the time they spend on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or wherever, and the influencers they're listening to, and this is the people you're following on on these social medias, they are influencers some of them come right out and say that's what they are. an influencer, that's what I believe I am, an influencer, I hope. Others of them, whether they use that term to describe themselves or not, they too are influencing. And in, indeed, we're learning to think based on all of these all these inputs that we receive. And so my encouragement as you're learning to think for yourself, recognize where that's coming from, who you're learning from, and do you want to be learning from these people? Do you want to be learning from people? I want to learn from people who fear the Lord. I want to learn from people who honor God. I want to learn from people that God wants me to learn from. Now, Let's get back to these people who said, "You know, I've, I I stopped believing in God. I learned to think for myself. I was raised to believe in God. My parents believed in God. They taught me to believe in God. They took me to church and Sunday school, or or, or Bible studies, or Iwana, or whatever they did. But now I've learned to think for myself. Myself, what aspect, in addition to pride, there's something very, very important here that's being lost, and that is this: the fifth commandment, and this is one of God's commandments. This is one of the big 10, right? This is one of the 10 commandments God gave us to live our lives. These are not small things. These are huge things. This is what enables a culture to succeed, a person to succeed, a family to succeed. These These are the things God requires of human beings. And the fifth commandment, honor your father and your mother. That your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. I believe that this quality is one of the most important qualities for success in life. It's one of the most important things a parent can teach a child if they want their child to be successful. We think that the most important thing for success is education, and education is important and so parents will do all kinds of things they will sacrifice sometimes from the time their child's born they begin to set up a college fund so they can afford to send them to college or they they will move there to get to in a good school district or they will they will um send them to a private school or homeschool or whatever because we value education and education does matter what a child learns what they believe is very very important but Scripture, as I think about it, I can't think of Scripture that tells us to learn to think for ourselves. Again, I'm not saying we shouldn't, but I don't know if that's a huge issue in Scripture. In fact, it's probably just natural. We're all going to do it, so the Bible doesn't even need to tell us, think for yourselves. Maybe it's there, and I'm just not thinking of the verse. But what the Bible does say, over and again, honor your parents. There's a whole book in the Bible, the book of Proverbs, that is all about learning to be, to accept what your parents teach you. The book of Proverbs is the teaching of a father teaching his son how to be successful in life, how to have wisdom in life. And as I read through the book of Proverbs, I don't think this is all, I don't think his kid was in elementary school. Some of the things they're talking about there are things that you would share with a person who is becoming an adult or already is an adult, warnings and instruction, wisdom for all I, I learn from Proverbs every day. Every day I read it, every time I read it. And so we we have here a principle for success, honor your parents. And yet we live in a culture that I believe teaches parent teaches in this, in taking this good quality of think for yourselves, takes a good idea and often takes it to an extreme where young people are taught to dishonor their parents, where it becomes a badge of honor. I no longer believe what my parents taught me. I think for myself now. And if that's where you have, if you have arrived or someone you care about has arrived at the place of boasting boasting that they no longer believe what their parents teach them. I remember years ago I was talking to a young girl who, who uh, had uh, gone through a, a, a camp, an orientation I'd had to prepare young people for college. I knew her parents well, and I knew her parents really loved her. She'd gone off to college, and she'd begun to reject what her parents taught her, reject what, uh, what what you know, accept things her, her professors were telling her, and reject the faith and the, of her parents. And I was talking to her one day and I, and, and I I don't know, she, she couldn't, she wasn't definitive on what it was she'd been learning. She just had this new idea. She had, we'd call it today being woke. She had these new ideas. And, and I, I, I thought, and I put it out to her. I said, you know what? I don't know your professors, but I do know your parents. and I can tell you this, your professors don't love you the way your parents do. Your professors aren't going to be with you after this semester the way your parents are. Your parents are going to be with you the rest of your life. You're going to bury your parents someday. You're going to, you're going to be with your parents when they grow old someday. And I stress to her, be careful who you learn from. Part of, part of the reason honoring parents is important is because parents love us. Parents lay down their lives for us. Parents sacrifice for their kids. Parents will do anything for their kids. You'll never run into a professor who loves you the way your parents do. You'll never run into a professor who will sacrifice for you the way your parents do. You run into professors who want you to follow their agenda, whereas parents have given their lives and sacrificed for your success. Appreciate that. Love them for that. Honor them for that. Respect what they say for that. Does it mean they're always right? Of course not. No one's always right. Not even your professor is always right. But it does mean that what they tell you is coming to you from a heart of love and a heart of that truly desires the best for you. That is often lost in our culture, and that's something that we need to reestablish, build up. Parents, dare I say, the professors aren't going to teach them that. The high school teachers aren't going to teach them that. The movies aren't going to teach them that. The music's not going to teach them that. Their social media is not going to teach them that, and sometimes even the church isn't going to teach them that. Believe it or not, if you want your children to learn to honor you, you're going to have to be the one to teach them. Tomorrow, on tomorrow's Daily Word and Prayer, I'm going to share some keys on how you can teach that to your children, because it's vital for their success. We have to be the ones to do it. Shall we pray about it? Father in heaven, we want to thank you for our children and we want to thank you for our parents. We want to thank you for the families you've put us in. Lord, none of them are perfect, and some of them that we are involved in or have come from have, are, are incredibly dysfunctional, and yet still there are things you want us to learn here and things that you, you've given us the commandment to honor our parents. I pray, Father, for good, good balance and godly wisdom to know how we can think for ourselves and and own our faith and live in obedience to you and have the wisdom that comes from your word, and at the same time know how to honor our parents even if we disagree with them, and how to honor them through our lives and our decisions. I pray for this. Lord, I pray today for each one on this live stream. Fill us with your Spirit, encourage us in your Spirit, Help us to walk and navigate through this life with great wisdom, we pray. In Jesus' holy name, we ask it. Amen, amen, and amen. I love the Word of God. I hope you do, too. You follow it. You're going to excel. You will rise above. You will be a victor. You're not going to be a victim in life. Amen? Glad you here, along with us. If you're new today, a special welcome. I hope you subscribe to our channel, like the video, and share with your friends. And to all of you who are here every day, I wish you a great day, a blessed day. Walk with the Lord today. Walk in His ways. Until we meet tomorrow, God bless you. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.